You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. We're in Chapter 10 of the Mishnah of Turumot, and we've been talking about cooked mixtures of Turumot with ordinary food. And we found out that sharing taste, certainly sharing good taste, is like sharing truma. If the truma shares a taste with the ordinary food, then effectively it infects it. The ordinary food becomes truma. But sharing a smell or removing a bad taste may not have the same effect. And we're going to deal with other examples in this category later on in the chapter. But tonight we are going to do a little bit of a divergence, a segue, a, a bypass into fenugreek. Now fenugreek is a really interesting plant because you can give flavour with the stalks as well as with the seeds and the leaves. And the Bartonura is going to point that out. In fact, I popped one of the comments from the Bartonura into the source sheet just to show you that, that just to show you that. And there's a picture of it on the slide. You can see it's got really interesting leaves and stalks and seeds. And I just cut and pasted for you some comments from Wikipedia that it is believed to have been brought into cultivation, according to Wikipedia, in the Near East. That's our area. And we've discovered some from Tel Chalak in Iraq. And apparently the Romans flavoured wine with fenugreek. Well, that's really interesting because the Mishnah is written in Roman times. We're going to learn today about flavoring wine in fenugreek, with fenugreek. And it's also mentioned, by the way, by Josephus in his book, the, the Wars of the Jews. So we will divert a little bit into fenugreek and we'll find out lots of different things about fenugreek, even though we're going to start with flavoring truma, but we're going to go to other places and then we'll come back to the general question of flavouring non-truma food with truma. Let's start. Fenugreek is tiltan in Hebrew, in Mishnaic Hebrew. Tiltan shinaflala tochabor shelyain. So we got fenugreek which fell into a vat of wine. So this is just as Wikipedia describes the Romans as doing. And the Mishnah says, v'itrumav maser sheni im yesh bazera kadeli ten tam. If there's enough in the seed to give taste. And the Mishnah doesn't actually say what happens, but we kind of understand now, we've learned enough of this chapter. We sort of understand it's going to be asur. If it gives taste, it's asur. Of a lobaetz, but not with a tree. Somehow there's something about the tree. And maybe it's because the trimmer's got to be given in a form that can be eaten. And of course you can eat the seed, you can't eat the, the stalk. Maybe it's because you can't eat the tree. And the commentators don't make this clear, by the way, so I, I can't say I'm certain. There's something about the tree that makes it impermissible for truma, and therefore, if the, the stalk, the tree, flavours the wine, the wine doesn't become doesn't become muduma, doesn't become truma. And it's different, by the way, for seventh-year produce. Bashvi'it, vukileha kerem, vehekdesh. These are situations where the whole of the plant becomes um, uh, prohibited. We can't do anything with truma, uh, with, with truma crops, even in, even burn. And we we learn right. You can't burn them to heat your bath up with. 
And the halakha about kilaim in a vineyard, about diverse seeds planted in a vineyard, is that you have to burn the results. In other words, none, none of it is permitted. None of it is permitted. And so the Mishnah is going to say, look, if it's not permitted for those purposes, it's not going to be permitted in the wine either. And the Mishnah doesn't say Asur, but we understand Asur. It's forbidden even if there's not enough in the seed to give a taste, to give a flavor, but there is in the seed and the stalk combined. And then the Mishnah is just going to go on and talk a little bit, a bit more about fenugreek, as we just, you know, as we just mentioned. If you had bunches of fenugreek in kilaim of the vineyard, in other words, you've got diverse species planted in a vineyard, and this is a, the, this is a specific halacha of kilaim that's taught in Devarim in, I think it's chapter 22. Everything... Everything that is produced from these kilaim has to be burnt. And the Mishnah reinforces, Yidaleku. So if he had, um, everything has to be burnt. So how does it work with, how does it work with Truma? Now we're, we're, we're sort of, again, we're, we're freely associating with a fenugreek. If you had bunches of fenugreek, well, maybe both the seeds and the stalks are are um, are useful for flavoring but remember we've said only the seeds make good trauma we're going to beat them take out beat them means thresh them take out the seeds and calculate the amount of seed within them for setting aside trauma we don't have to set aside trauma from the stalk but the Mishnah continues imhi frish if we did set aside trauma from the stalk in other words if we set aside our trauma before we carried out the threshing then we got a problem we can't once it's be and and of course we've learned this before. You know, intent and thought are crucial. Once you've intended to set aside the trummer, you can't go back and say, "Look, I'm going to beat beat out. I'm going to thresh out this trummer and just take the seeds." You've got to give the stalks together with the seed. That's the halacha of fenugreek with tiltan, and the Mishnah will then circle back into the path where we started, which is all about giving taste. And we're going to talk about olives, which were pickled together with olives, but olives of Turuma, which were pickled together with olives of Chulin, all the other way round. So we've got a whole pickling jar of olives, of ordinary olives, olives of Chulin, which are pickled together with some olives of Turuma. So this is parallel. To the example of the storehouse where some trummer has fallen into the chulen. Can we take it out? Can we not? Does it dilute in a hundred? We learned those halachot, we learned those numbers earlier on in the Masechet. But here, where we're pickling, the issue is about giving taste rather than about quantity. So we're going to learn whether it's crushed chulen with crushed trummer, or maybe crushed chulen with whole trummer or with juice of trauma, they're all forbidden because the taste of that stuff, if you're dealing with crushed chulen, if you're dealing with crushed olives, the taste of that stuff is going to go into the olives. And whenever we affect the taste of the chulen from the taste of the trauma, we're going to make that chulen into trauma. 
So the, um, the Mishnah says, Asur. But the Mishnah goes on to say, Aval, Shleimei Chulin. If we have whole olives of Chulin, so we're not talking about crushed olives now, we're talking about whole olives of Chulin. And we stew those, even with crushed truma, the halacha is mutar, they're permitted. Because we have the idea that somehow the whole olives don't absorb taste in the way the crushed olives do. And from what we know about pickling and um, transfers of taste, that kind of makes sense, really. You know, olives have got this extraordinary thick skin and they don't absorb taste very much. They, it takes a lot to uh, get taste into an olive. They've got a very strong taste all of their own. So we can understand why the trimmer doesn't infect them, except if they're crushed before the trimmer gets to them. So those are the three Mishnayot for today. We began with taste, taste of um, plants and wine. But with fenugreek, we segued around different halachot to do with fenugreek, to do with kilaim, and to do with shuvit, and to do with maser. And then we're, we're circling back into taste and into olives of chulin and truma, which were kind of pickled in different ways. So let's go back to the mission of four. So we had the oven that was heated up with, um, it was heated up by burning cumin and bread was baked in it. And we say the bread was permitted She'ain ta'am come on, because there's no taste of coin. It's just a smell. And okay, we can dispute the physics of whether taste is related to smell or not. But the principle of the Mishnah is that something becomes truma from being close to something else that is truma because of taste. The taste has to transmit. So as far as the fenugreek is concerned, if the seed of the fenugreek was strong enough to give the wine taste, it's going to make the wine trouble. Because we are no ten time, we're giving taste from the seed. And fine, it's, a, it's an interesting feature of the halacha of fenugreek that the stalk itself does not, um, is, is not considered from a halachic point of view to give taste, at least or not for the purpose of truma. So the stalk of fenugreek, it, it's not truma at all. So it doesn't, it, it's not that it doesn't give taste halachically, is that the taste it gives isn't a truma taste, because the stalk is not truma, but the seeds are truma. So we have to give taste, we have to be notane tam, but we have to give taste with something which is truma. And of course, the olives, the classic example of something which is truma are the olives. So we know olives are, you know, you have to give truma from olives. We, we've learned, we, you know, we talked about olives a lot. Olives, crushed olives, pickled olives, olive oil. But we have to give taste. So the Mishnah begins by um, giving examples of pickled olives that were themselves crushed put chulin so we've got crushed chulin maybe with crushed truma in truma maybe not put chulin in truma maybe we got crushed chulin in with whole truma it doesn't seem or even crushed 
crushed chulin bemei truma with juice of truma. That might be fruit juice or it might be pickling juice. Doesn't seem to matter very much what we're mixing it with. What is crucial is that the olives are crushed. And if they're crushed, they're absorbing the flavor of that truma coming in. And so the Mishnah rules Asur. And then it qualifies Aval Shlemei Chulin if we have whole olives of, of Chulin. Im Huma even with crushed truma, Muta doesn't seem to make any difference. It's as though once you have a whole olive, it, it's as though the whole olive is not susceptible to taking on the taste of what it's pickled in. But the crushed olive is. And that kind of makes sense to us from our knowledge of, you know, you know, you can crush olives and you can give them garlic flavor. You can crush olives and give them any flavor you like, really. But flavoring a whole olive is really quite difficult. And with that, we'll close and we'll pick up tomorrow with different kinds of picklings and different kinds of foods. And with the picklings, we will finish the chapter. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict.